Well, I think I'm going to need to go back and rewatch some old Kobe Bryant highlights. Maybe Game 7 of the 2010 NBA Finals after this one. But the Lakers lose their second in a row. They had a back-to-back tonight. They played the Rockets. They lost 113-97. I am here with the one and only Laker dad. Dad, I know it's going to be hard to kind of talk about what we've seen these last two games because they've been... Pretty darn disappointing to say the least, but still, thank you so much for being here with me and helping break down what the heck has gone wrong with the Lakers. Happy to be here, Hannah. I've got a few ideas to share with everybody. All right. So first off, I I am going to start off by saying, you know, last night, the game um, before the Rockets, you know, that was probably one of the worst games I've just I've ever seen them play ever. Um just from start to finish, it was actually the first time, I think in the entire season, that they never even had a lead at all. They just lost from the second the tip-off was to the end, and it was one of those games that you really just want to try to forget. So I was hoping that, you know, after having such a horrible game, that was going to really kind of lead them to wanting to play better tonight on this back-to-back against the Rockets. And unfortunately, that was just not the case. Now, of course, they were without LeBron James. So obviously, when you're without LeBron, it's going to be much more challenging. But still, I was really hoping that I was going to be able to see some some more energy, some more effort. I was hoping that, you know, some other guys that maybe don't get as much of an opportunity when LeBron's in there, like Kyle Kuzma, uh, he played well tonight. But Danny Green, KCP, I was hoping I was maybe going to see someone else really step up and kind of help this team give them some energy, if not get the win at least. And unfortunately tonight, we just did not see that at all. Are you concerned by what you've seen from the Lakers? Obviously, the record right now is two and three. And I, I actually did a poll on my Twitter asking people, because I know a lot of people are split right now. They're saying, you know, it doesn't really matter. We already have the number one seed. It, it, these are just practice games. Rest our guys. And then there are some that are saying, you know, no, this is pretty concerning. We don't look like a very good team out there. What are you thinking how are you leaning towards are you concerned or no not really just give us some more time we'll get our groove back well i'm a little concerned hannah um but i'm not i'm not suicidal at this point i can't really figure out what's going on right now the moment they uh defeated utah uh, a couple of games ago it's like the light went out the last two games, they have looked like they were sleepwalking. There was no energy. They didn't really play hard. They were sloppy. They, they just didn't look like they really wanted to be playing. It was like they just wanted the playoffs to start, and they just wanted to get in and get out and, and move on. So I don't really want to, what to make of it. They certainly have looked terrible the last two games. Um, tonight, they had a season-low two three-point shots made as compared to the Rockets, who I think had somewhere around 25 points, so uh, 25 three-pointers. So, I mean, you can't win like that. Uh, the, the bottom line is the Lakers are just shooting terribly. That That's the bottom line. And, and in the NBA, you got to shoot. You got to make your shots. You know, it was interesting because LeBron was actually asked about this um, after last night's game, and he was asked what he thinks is going wrong. And he kind of alluded to the fact that there's something going on off the court that he doesn't really want to discuss. But obviously, whatever that is, and I don't know, a lot of people are saying maybe it's, you know, family issues. They're missing, you know, their family. I don't know if it's uh, the social justice reform. I don't know what it is, but 
there's something that he said he just doesn't feel comfortable discussing right now that's going on off the court. And that's very concerning because all season long, we just heard how great these guys, what great chemistry they had. And to see that maybe something's disrupting that, we're really seeing it on the court. Like you said, only two three-pointers, which... I mean, you're not going to beat any team if you can only shoot two three-pointers. And I don't know what exactly is the reason for this. I don't know if it's the off-court drama that's going on. I don't know if it's that the Lakers really miss Avery Bradley. I don't know it's that if it's that they're just out of shape because they went four months without basketball. But this was actually something that me and you discussed before the season started because a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, Lakers favorites to win the title hands down. But we were both saying, you know, that's not the case because this is essentially an entirely new season. They've had four months off. They're now playing in very, you know, different circumstances. And we said from the very beginning that there really could be some surprises. And it's looking like, at least for me right now, I'm concerned because I understand where people say this is just, a, you know, practice games. We already have the number one seed, which, first of all, that's baloney because it's number one seed. Cool, it's great to say, but they're really, it doesn't really give us that much of an advantage. And now there really is no home court advantage in this, in these circumstances in the bubble here. So I don't want to go into the playoffs with a losing record, having, you know, lost on this losing streak because we need these guys to go into the playoffs feeling confident, feeling ready. And let's just say Portland sneaks into that A spot, which you guys, it's looking like they are going to be that A spot. I'm scared facing Portland in the first round. I mean, how do you think the Lakers could possibly match up against Portland right now if they're only going to make two threes per game? Look, I, I'm not going to think about Portland or any other team. Right now, I don't think the Lakers could beat anybody the way they look, uh, certainly the way they looked the last couple of games. Uh, again, I don't know what's going on. It's They look so confused on the court. There's so many turnovers. They're fouling everybody. They can't make a shot. The coach is playing a dozen different people. You know, it's it's just it's just not a blueprint for really getting ready, I think, for the playoffs. I, I don't know what to make of it. But at the end of the day... You know, I think AD and, and LeBron are going to show up when the playoffs start. But my big question is, do the Lakers have enough around them? Whether it's enough shooting, whether it's enough defense, uh, whether it's enough hustle, I don't know. But, you know, is the rest of the supporting cast, are, are they going to be able to step up? Because LeBron and AD are not going to be able to do it by themselves. There's too many great players in this league, too many great teams. They're going to need some help. And right now, the coaching staff doesn't seem to be kind of like drilling down on anybody in particular. They're just playing a bunch of guys. So, you know, I, I like to see a little bit of guys who are going to be in the playoffs get a little more minutes and, and try to do, you know, some things. But I don't know. It, it's hard to tell, Hannah. I, I, I just, uh, you know, it, it's, it's hard to be optimistic based on the last couple of nights. But I'm, I'm not suicidal about it because it looks to me like they're just going through the motions. They're just waiting for this playoffs to start. Well, I think that's dangerous to just be going through the motions right now because I think, you know, you get in the habit of losing, that can carry over very easily. I think the Lakers need to get back to their winning ways, back to their confidence. Now, when you're saying that they need another player to step up, I know where your mind is going because my mind is going to a very similar guy, and that's Kyle Kuzma. Now, tonight... He actually had a very good game. He, you know, got more minutes, obviously, with LeBron out. And he finished with 21 points. He was 8 for 16 from the floor, shooting 50%. And, you know, I've liked what I've seen from Kuz so far in the bubble. You know, his shooting has been 
I think he's actually shooting the best out of any other player on the team from three-point range. I thought his defense has looked really good. But again, it's kind of finding that balance for when LeBron does play, really fitting Kuz in there because when LeBron's in the game and it's LeBron and AD and Kuz is kind of playing behind those two, it's really hard for him to get those touches and he just kind of falls through the cracks and becomes a little invisible. And I think you're right. If the Lakers are going to go far, it's because they're going to have to have that third guy. And Obviously, we all want it to be Kuz, but I think it's really important as this season continues, we use these you know, last few games to get into the playoffs to really try to find a way to implement Kuz in there with LeBron and AD and get him enough touches so that he's able to knock down those shots because the Lakers need it. We know we get into the playoffs that these other teams are going to be double teaming LeBron and AD, and we've got to be able to have another guy that can score for us. And I think Kuz is that guy, but unfortunately with both LeBron and AD on the floor, he just doesn't really get any touches. Well, look, it's it's going to take more than Kuz. They need a supporting cast, so it's not all on Kuzma. But I will say, you know, Kuz has looked good. I think he arguably has looked better than anybody else. I mean, I know AD had a couple of monster offensive games. <clears throat> LeBron hasn't really looked that great, you know, uh, since the games restarted again. Uh, Kuz has been pretty consistent. I must say, he's had a lot of really good defensive moments. Again, tonight, he had two blocks on, on James Harden. He, you know, he's playing pretty well. I, I'm only a little disappointed in his three-point shooting tonight because coming into this game, he was shooting 50% from three, uh, since, you know, they started playing again. Uh, and tonight he struggled to make his three-point shot, but he found his way to the rim, made some great acrobatic shots, uh, you know, made some free throws. So, yeah, but again, uh, you know, so Kuz, Kuz is looking good, uh, but, you know, the rest of the supporting cast, it's like nobody's doing anything. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If you're the coach right now, what do you say? What do you, do you think it's a, a change in the starting lineup? Do you think it's just a, we just have to play more and get more practice and get our feet under us? Or do you think, I mean, what do you think if you're coach Frank Vogel right now, are you thinking I should make some changes in the starting lineup and shake things up because this isn't working? Well, uh, again, there were several players who didn't play for the Lakers tonight, so let's keep that in mind. Uh, uh, JaVale McGee did not play. He's the starting center. Yeah, but JaVale hasn't done anything. Well, but he's got to do something. The point is, if the Lakers are going to be successful, he's going to have to do something. And Alex uh, Caruso, who's a, a catalyst, he's, he's going to be important. If the Lakers are going to win, he's going to be important. He didn't play tonight. Um, you know... Uh, I, I would say J.R. Smith to me looks like he's through as as an NBA player. He he just he just looks lost out there. Uh, Dion Waiters uh, looks good at times. I mean, he doesn't do much but score. Uh, his outside shooting has not been good. He's been able to get to the rim some. So you know he he's going to have to come through. But, but the centers, you know, we haven't talked about the centers, Hannah. I mean, we got nothing from the centers since the games have reopened again. Dwight Howard looks like he could care less if he's there or not. I don't know what the heck is his problem. I've been extremely disappointed with him because he had that redemption story with the Lakers this season. and He was playing really well for us, so I'm extremely disappointed in Dwight Howard. JaVale, again, you know, he's kind of one of those guys he hasn't done too much, but he it's kind of been this very stereotypical role for us the entire season where he starts and then... Maybe he'll you know be a little active in the beginning, but then he doesn't really play much after that first quarter to really get and really get the chance to do much. Well, um, remember, the first and the third quarters have been the worst for the Lakers so far. That's when they're getting killed. Exactly. That's why I'm so, saying maybe we should do a starting lineup change. I, I, I don't know. I, I you know 
the Lakers have the number one seed. JaVale has been important, uh, but he's got to play like JaVale. He's got to play like he was playing during the season. Remember, the Lakers are the number one shot-blocking team in the NBA, and they're not even blocking shots very much right now. Uh, Dwight Howard, you know, his stats are going to look okay tonight, but but that's misleading. The guy is like an offensive turnover machine. He's always committing offensive fouls. He's always And they're dumb fouls a lot of times, shoving people, you know, uh, the free throws are a problem, and it's it's just, uh, you know, they got to get something from the center position. So far, they've got nothing. I think another big problem we have to address is the fact that I think it's pretty obvious that Avery Bradley's absence is going to be having much more of an impact than I think we all realized. Um, Avery Bradley was a guy that really made our defense much better, especially in that starting lineup. He was obviously able to handle the ball. He was able to knock down some shots. So... I think when you look at that starting lineup and what Bradley brought to the table, I think it it was a lot more than many people realized. Yeah, I, uh, you know, going into this uh, bubble, you know, I wasn't happy that he wasn't there, but I didn't think it was going to have that much of an influence. Right now, it does look like it's going to have a big influence. The guard position is a mess right now. You know, nobody's really standing out. They got a bunch of guys they're playing, but but again, nobody's doing anything in particular. Uh and and they're getting killed off the dribble. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Avery Bradley has let the team down. I mean, that's the way I think of it. I, I mean, I know supposedly his family uh, needed him, but he's the only NBA player, if I'm not mistaken, who chose not to come back, and they really need him. They really need him. There were a couple. I mean, Avery decided to not come back because he has a son that has respiratory problems and he felt that it wasn't safe. So I, I think that's a good excuse to not come but still I'm I'm very sad Bradley was actually my favorite player the whole season so when I found out that he wasn't coming back I was very disappointed but we saw you know like you said this this guard lineup is a disaster we saw Quinn Cook at the start tonight oh my and that god was it was a, terrible it was a complete disaster and it it sucks because you know I was really rooting for Quinn Cook obviously he was Steph Curry's backup in Golden State and he played pretty well for Golden State even though he didn't obviously get too many minutes because he was Steph's backup but I really thought that he was going to be able to have more of a role with this Lakers squad and you know, he didn't in the regular season. We saw him kind of struggle. But I said, you know what? Now with Bradley out, this is really Quinn Cook's time to shine. And man, oh man, was I wrong. He hasn't done anything. Tonight he was a complete disaster. I think he was one for eight from the field tonight. Turnover machine. And it's just clear that he's not going to be able to be the guy to replace Bradley. Um, Rajon Rondo, as we all know, was out with that freaking hand injury. I don't know what is you know, wrong with another, him. That was another big blow. I, I mean, at the time it happened, uh, you know, it's not like Rondo was great during the season, but he had his moments. But they clearly miss Ron, Rondo right now. And apparently he's not coming back anytime soon. So, you know, little things that don't seem all that significant at the moment, uh, you know, have turned out to be pretty, pretty significant. And it's a, it's a problem that, you know, they're really struggling right now. So do you think, this is something that I've been kind of playing around with, putting Alex Caruso in that starting lineup, especially, let's say, no, you don't want to get, even say the words, we have to play Portland in that first round because of how scary that is. But let's say we have to. Who the heck is going to guard Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum? Who the heck can do it? We'd have to put Alex Caruso in there. Well, you know, uh, Caruso is a hard-nosed defense a uh, player, uh, he struggles too with the small, fast guards like Lillard and McCollum. But I mean, we don't. Who who do we have? I mean, Danny Green uh, really 
has been a little disappointing. I, I mean, let's hope that he can step up in the playoffs. I mean, he's supposed to be a great defender, but he's a bigger guy. You know, and I don't know. I mean, KCP hasn't played defense all that well. KCP never plays defense. He was the the line of Magic Johnson saying KCP was a great defender a few years ago when the Lakers first got him was the biggest lie I've ever heard ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, KCP is not a great defender. He's not a bad defender. He has moments, but he's he's certainly not a lockdown defender. So I, I you know, I don't know. I mean, right now, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, the defense they've had lapses. They're not great, but right now it's the the offense that's really, really terrible. There, there's no playmakers. There's no ball movement. Everybody's going one on one. They can't knock down an outside shot, uh, and they're playing a lot of you know, as I said, selfish offensive basketball. Uh, well, that's, that's a bigger concern right now. Well, that's why I'm saying we should put Alex Caruso in that starting lineup because I believe that the Lakers play their best basketball when Caruso's on the floor. Like we all know, he's not necessarily a guy that fills up the stat sheet, but he's one of those guys that really does the little things. And for some reason, he just really brings a lot to this Lakers squad. We know him and LeBron have, I think the best, what is it, the best? Yeah, they they, they have a good rating together. You know what, Hannah? I think you might be right. If KCP is not going to knock down three-point shots, and so far he's knocked down none, and he's been terrible from from the outside uh, since they've resumed playing. If he's not going to make three-point shots, then I think Caruso should be in the starting lineup. And I mean, that's what I'm saying, because I think when we argue, all right, who would he replace Danny Green or KCP? Listen, Danny Green's making $15 million a year. So we just have to hope that he can get some sort of a groove because you're making $15 million a year to not come off the bench. You're supposed to be in that starting lineup. And he's got two titles, Danny Green, so yeah. I, I think he's staying in the starting lineup. So it's got to be KCP. So, I mean, unless KCP can actually start knocking down some shots, he did have 10 points tonight, but again. But not from outside. He, yeah. You know, he, 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 you know, on breakaways and he got to the basket a little bit, but they need him to knock down outside shots. That's why he's in there. Uh, and if he's not going to knock down outside shots, you know, they might as well have Caruso because Caruso is going to be a little better and more aggressive defensively. I completely agree. Now, I think that's pretty much going to do it for tonight's game. I kind of just want to go to sleep and forget about these games, just feel like they were kind of a bad nightmare and hopefully look forward onto Saturday's game against the Pacers. It's an early one, you guys, three o'clock in the afternoon. And Hopefully LeBron is better with that groin and hopefully the Lakers are able to figure some things out, especially on the offensive end, because boy, oh boy, were these last two games ugly. But I do want to ask you guys listening, do you guys think that Caruso should be in that starting lineup? Do you guys agree with me or do you think, no, the Lakers need him to come off the bench to really kind of provide that 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 you know second unit scoring let me know down i don't know if you can comment in this podcast or you can always just tweet me instagram me whatever because that's just something that as as i've seen more and more of this lakers squad these last couple weeks that's just something that i think is probably their best bet at least until rajon rondo comes back um now dad before i leave here today before we enter i know you're in a very bad mood i know this is just not this isn't great my dad gets very upset when the lakers lose i'm a little bit more optimistic he gets a little down it's very disappointing though these last two games i will admit but so anything else that you want to say anything else you think the lakers can do to win on saturday's game what do you think they need to do well uh they've got to make shots 
I mean, they were two for 19 from three-point range. Houston made 21 three-pointers. So they made 63 points off of three-point shots. The Lakers made six points. So it was 63 to six. Can't win in the NBA that way. Exactly. And I know they always say, you know, defense wins championships, but at the end of the day, you don't get to the championships if you're not knocking down those shots, I feel like. It's still a question of outscoring the other team, so you still got to score points. All right, well, we're just going to have to hope and pray the Lakers are able to get something together, get their offense going. Someone start making their shots, for goodness sakes. By Saturday, again, the Lakers play the Pacers Saturday in the afternoon at 3 o'clock, so make sure to get your popcorn ready. Or you know what? i got to make my Hannah Lucky pasta. I think that's been the problem. i got to get back on my pasta grind with the Lakers. Never lose. My Lucky Laker pasta, if you know. But I think that's it for today. I think that's all we can talk about after these last two losses. Again, just hopefully be able to kind of forget about them and start getting back to our winning ways. Thank you guys so much for listening to this show. And until next time, Laker Han and Laker Dad are out. Bye, guys.